World Headlines with Darren Mann. Lead story from the front page of The Herald today, Wednesday, 2nd of March, 2022. Why there was feces in our water. Sewage flowing into the Fish River and temporary treatment works blamed for the crisis. Also on the front page of today's Herald, Metro's sick leave days enough to turn stomachs. For details on these stories and others, go to heraldlive.co.za. The state of our schools around Nelson Mandela Bay very much in the spotlight today. There have been horrific reports of vandalism, damage and various other problems associated to learning in our neck of the woods. As a result of this, community leader Christian Martin has laid a criminal charge against the Minister of Basic Education. Christian joins us on the show now. Christian, give us the background to this. You have genuinely laid a charge against the Minister of Basic Education, Angie Mochekha. What gave rise to this? Was it a general problem or one at a specific school that caught your attention? Yes, good morning to the listeners. Good morning, Darren. Yeah, Darren, um, as you've rightfully said, I've laid a charge against the National Minister, Angie Mochekha. The case number is uh, case 135-02-02. Stroke 2022. So case 135, February 2022. There is a criminal case that I've laid against the minister because what I have met at these schools was for me criminal. You know, for children, which we at so many times um, proudly call our future, that could never be in an environment um, to create future leaders. You see, the challenge that we had at a school, like, um, especially, remember, there's 12 schools in this immediate area that I'm talking about that needs attention. The former schools of the 70s and so forth that was built with prefabs, um, never properly maintained um, during the years. And now it's their last days. They were built for five um, to 10 years. The challenge that we have is a school like Greenville. I dubbed it the school from hell. If you go into that school and you find at least a few um, the windows that is right, but most of the windows is out, broken. Then the other challenge that you have is the school is not fit for animals, if I have to put that. And it's actually cruel for me to say that animals should live under um, environment and circumstances like that, but it's just to put the point apart um, as uh, how we normally say these things. The other challenge that we have is the toilets. You know, the toilets is in a state. This school looks for, uh, looks like a school from a war-torn area. You know, um, if you go in a school like that, you'll find a school, I may, I may easily say, in the West Bank or somewhere else. But definitely it can't be right in a country like South Africa um, with all these beautiful rights, human rights, children's rights, Bill of Rights and schools and all the beautiful things on paper. But the challenge that we have is anything on paper is not worth anything if it's not put into practicality. And this is the challenge at the school. Young girls, and we know by now, Darren, that young girls, um, if I have to put it this way, menstruate from some of them 10 years old. I've read somewhere else it can be younger and so forth. And these children must go into toilets like that. There's no bins. There's no water for that matter. Um, in their own way, trying to be knee tidy, they throw these sanitary towels, used sanitary towels, they throw in the corners of the bathroom. But I understand why they're doing that is because they don't want to put it in a pot or a toilet that does not work 
it would actually exacerbate the situation at hand. So those are the things that these kids must go through. Now, at this school called Greenville, they would say that no, um, out of the four um, ablution blocks, one are being used by boys and girls. I can tell you it's not true. Because if you look even at the fourth one that boys and girls are using, it's in a bad health state. If we can just get one brave health and safety inspector to these schools, Arcadia Secondary as well as um, Greenville, I can say with all ease, being the former MEC for Public Works, it would be condemned on the spot. Those two schools are not fit for children. Quality teaching and learning is out. And the minister should take the responsibility for that. Whether it's the toilet buck or what buck, it stops with her. And she must take the responsibility for what's going on in our school system because her MECs are definitely failing her. The minister asked the MEC, she, uh, I spoke to her, we chatted and she said she's going to send my uh, uh, messages and my concerns to the MEC. Up till to date, the MEC did not have the decency as an adult, a decency as a father to call me back, being considerate of other fathers. This is heartless, to say the least. Because for me, if something like that happens on my watch, I want to know where it is, what is the cause of it, and how can we fix it. He never phoned. I spoke to the Premier. The Premier always come back. This MEC, Garde, was my former colleague. He will remain my former colleague, but this is not how I know he does his work. He's a proper person. He does his work with passion. I don't know what is his story now on this one, that he don't come forward, visit these schools as a leader should, and see what can um, be done for our children to attend quality teaching and learning. Christian, if I might just say, Greenville Primary School and Arcadia Secondary, two that you've highlighted of the 12 schools that require help. Greenville Primary made headlines in recent weeks. Irate parents shut the school and they staged rolling protests over its appalling condition. I understand there were broken windows, doors, smashed ceilings, dilapidated uh, classrooms, as you say, just some of the issues that caused emotions to boil over. Now, the ablutions that you were talking about, around 400 boys and girls were having to use one facility and with no running water, toilets, basins, doors, all broken, Heaps of sanitary towels often lie strewn on the floor, as you say, because there are no bins in which they can be discarded. These are the issues which led you to opening a criminal case against Basic Education Minister Angie Mochekha. You've laid the case. You've given us the case number. Where does it go to from here in terms of that? And how can we assist Greenville, Arcadia and various other schools to improve their situation? Yes, um, you see, for me, we need to start somewhere. And at least we have started now with laying a criminal case against um, the minister. From here, the, the legal and the police system should do their work so that the minister must appear in front of a court of law and defend herself. You know, because it can't be right. This is criminal. So from here forward, it's all in the hands of the South African police service. And we really, truly believe as the parents community um, living around these areas that the police would give us the service um, that we need to take uh, to follow through on this case. It should not be one of those cases that disappears uh, um, amongst the cracks of the Greenville and the Arcadias of the day. And in terms of assisting the schools in a material fashion, 
I understand that the Herald newspaper has started an initiative. We're going to be chatting with their editor, Rochelle de Kock, in just a little while from now and finding out about the initiative, which is called Put Your Hand Up. But how can they and civil society set about improving the situation? You see, Darren, we first have to thank the newspaper called the Herald for what they have done many a times. I think the Herald are in a better position in this area when it comes to know-how. Let me refer to the northern areas when it comes to gangsterism, teenage dropout, teenage pregnancy, and all these things look like because the same editor, Rochelle de Kock, as well as many others, come from the area, come from the schools, um, so they are well aware. But to go this far, and take this plight up of the people in the community to say they want to be part of creating great leaders under better circumstances to get quality teaching and learning that we must give them a hands up um, on this one. And we are highly grateful uh, on this story, um, breaking the news, getting other people to assist. I must say that those businesses that can come up and help with the Jojo tanks to have almost permanent water, those that can come up with the doors, the windows. You know, what I would love to achieve at that school is to see how we can get, um, the, the, like for instance, you get these pellets. That we don't put um, rhino boards up in the roofs, in the toilets where these trucks uh, jump through. We must put pellets and screw them with drywall screws against these uh, uh, things um, in the toilet so that they can't get through. If they do get through, only one plank, two planks can break and it can be replaced, you know. Perspex windows, you know, we need perspex windows in these areas. You know, what is the irony, uh, uh, the Darren, is that the other day I saw the stone mesh that's supposed to protect the, the windows to be thrown by whomever are also cut out. And in our area, it will go for chicks. So the other alternative is um, to get perspex into these windows. But I'm very grateful towards everybody that gives and definitely their blessing, a blessing is coming their way. We appreciate your passion and taking on this problem. Let us know what transpires with the criminal case that you've laid against the Minister of Basic Education. And we'll talk to you again soon. Christian Martin, many thanks. Thank you, and Thank you, the listeners. Joining us now on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann, as promised earlier on, the Herald Editor-in-Chief, Rochelle de Kock. The Herald newspaper has come up with a very, very interesting initiative. It's called Put Your Hand Up. We're going to find out more about that. Rochelle, morning. What is Put Your Hand Up all about? Good morning, Darren. Okay, so Put Your Hand Up is a concept that the Herald editorial team uh, came up with, you know, recently. Um, we were sitting around uh, and strategizing for the year. And one of the things that we mentioned is the fact that, you know, there are so many um, different parts of our city that need assistance. And we're constantly called upon um, from the public, you know, to highlight the plight. And, and then we do, and then it ends there. And so we thought, okay, let's play a little bit of a, um, a role of trying to facilitate sure. uh, some of the, you know, changes and, and betterment to our city. And so every quarter, we're going to be choosing a new campaign um, that we will uh, be championing from our side as the Herald and the editorial team, um, where we'll be highlighting the plights of, of, of various topics, um, be it uh, schools, be it water, be it, you know, 
uh, rubbish in our uh, in our streets. Um, but we'll we'll be championing different causes, and then we'll actually put a call out to the public to say, you know, this is what these uh, this is what you need to do. Are you able to put your hand up um, to come and assist? Rochelle, the first of your put your hand up initiatives focuses on Greenville School. Why did you decide on that? And does it necessarily mean that you'll only be focusing on education with this initiative? Okay, look, with Greenville, um, you know, that was a story that really touched us. Um, It was a school that is just so completely run down. Um, You know, we have young learners that, boys and girls, that are having to share the same occlusion facilities. Occlusion facilities which are in a shocking state. Um, there's no windows, there's broken doors. Learners can't sit and learn in that kind of environment. And it got to the point, um, Darren, where, you know, parents went to the school and they said enough is enough and they shut the school. And it got so heated between the parents and, you know, the teachers at the school, particularly the principal. Um, but we then realized, you know, these principals and these teachers are doing the best they can. But ultimately, you know, the the, the problem is that, the education department does not have enough money to deal with the various infrastructure challenges, um, you know, uh, across schools, I think in the Eastern Cape. I mean, we know historically infrastructure is a big problem in the Eastern Cape schools. Um, and then we decided, let's start with Greenville. The, the plight is is, is so uh, dire there at that school um, because the minute we put, you know, that story out on the front page with the pictures, there was such a good reaction uh, from the community um, and, and community activists and people, you know, the likes of Christian Martin, then rallying together and saying, look, let's let's come together, let's fix the school as much as we can, but be it by cleaning, and they started cleaning the toilets, they started cleaning up the school, doing the little bits that they can out of the, you know, the pockets of, of the community there um, to try to assist. And it was such a great initiative that we decided, you know, let's make Greenville our very first one. Um, we've put the plight of Greenville out there. And now we've, what we've done this week is to say this is, the, this is what Greenville needs. They mm. need JoJo tanks. Mm. You know, they need cleaning uh, material. They need uh, there's quite a few things. And it's very, very practical things that, that we believe um, that business, um, civil society and even households that you'd be able to say, you know, I've got this to spare, I can assist. Why can't we begin to facilitate that kind of active citizenry in our in our city? And that's exactly what we're wanting to do with this initiative. And just to, to answer your other question, uh, Darren, it's not only going to be schools. Oh. Um, for the first quarter of Put Your Hand Up, we'll be focusing on schools. There are 22 schools um, that are regarded as priority schools in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, we're hoping to get to some of the 22. We, I don't know if we'll get to all 22 within the quarter, but um, the, pla- the plan is to say, okay, look, these are the things that the schools need. Sometimes it's, it's teacher assistance. Sometimes it's, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, retired teachers coming in to assist. Um, sometimes it's, it's talks, you know, to young girls if there's a problem with teenage pregnancies. Those are the kinds of, of assistance that, you know, that we are hoping uh, would come, you know, would come forward. Sure. And in the next quarter, we then champion a new cause. Um, and I think all together, you know, working together with, within our community, um, we want to be able to facilitate a difference um, and make a difference in, in the lives of these very, very important future leaders. 
Well, that's a mighty fine initiative, Rochelle, and I certainly anticipate and hope I'm right in saying that society will respond positively. One of the structure... One of the elements of Put Your Hand Up that I really like is that you publish the wish list. In this case, I see you have Greenville's wish list published, uh, four JoJo tanks that the school can use as a source of water, plumbing materials to fix water pipes and taps, plastic basins, toilet seats, and so on, doors for classrooms, and so on and so on. The entire wish list can be found on heraldlive.co.za. Where would folk who can help? engage how would they engage and which would be the best way to go do they contact the herald i I can help you with uh, paint and paintbrushes for example or where would you advise they go richelle they can contact the herald and we'll you know make sure that they get into contact with the school what we want to do is um you know keep in contact and keep a tally of what it is that the community is you know coming out to give so that we can also thank them um in the newspaper what um i was just catching up with the reporter and she's saying you know there's some people that have come forward apparently wanting to you know donate do- jojo tanks Fantastic. and then another company talking about, you know, bathroom sinks. And so those are the kind of things that we are wanting, um, you know, to to, to uh, assist, you know, with the school and also just to, to say thank you publicly. And hopefully that would spur on other businesses and other, uh, you know, members um, in various uh, communities to, to come forward and, and, and assist. Just a final question for you, Rochelle. Have you had any reaction to the establishment of Put Your Hand Up yet, be it from the public at large, or I'm particularly interested to know, from the education department themselves? Unfortunately, no, uh, Darren. We haven't had any reaction. Um, They haven't even reached out to us, you know, uh, or even acknowledged really the campaign that we are putting out. And and it's unfortunate, but I mean, we we don't really need um, the validation or pat on the back. Um, because we just feel as a city, I mean, we the Herald is a, is a is a legacy brand in Nelson Mandela Bay. We are part of the community, and we want to, you know, just do what we can um, using the platform that we have um, to make a difference in in our, our various societies. Well said. It's been a pleasure chatting with you this morning, Rochelle, and congratulations to you and the Herald on a mighty fine initiative. I know it'll make a difference. I would advise anyone listening today to go and check out the full story and the wish list of needs from Greenville School. You'll find that at heraldlive.co.za. Have a great day, Rochelle. Thank you. Thank you, Darren. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. 